Yes, hi, hey, hello, g'day, and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. This week, we take a look back at leg one of our semi-final encounter against Adelaide. We look ahead to leg two of our home semi-final encounter against Adelaide. And of course, we answer your questions. I'm Pete, and I'm joined by Luke, Josh, and Morrow. Lads, 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 lads. We're back. Two oh, weeks in a row. We're back. Well, three, we- three, three weeks, weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row. Three- <laughs> it's almost like we do a regular podcast or something. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> and, a, oh my and a full house. Oh, fellas. Yeah, I know Josh has been off looking after his aunt who's been in town, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Yes. <laughs> fellas, it's uh, time for a What a team! Apologies to everyone in the office around here as well. Uh, That's um, probably just got a little bit of a fright. That was a bit loud. The lawyers are not. It's quarter to six. That'll be all right. Yeah, get over it. Uh, Fellas, let's dive right into this week's episode with Fred's question. Fred this week asks How much of the kitchen sink will Adelaide throw at us in the first 15 minutes of the game, and will we sell out the stadium? Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Which question? Um, it's both. <laughs> a fair bit of the kitchen sink, I think. I think pretty similar to what we would have liked to do down there is score early and then try and take the crowd out of it, um, which leading into all signs seem to be pointing towards pretty close to a sellout. Yeah, I think they're going to throw a little bit of dishwater at us, but I don't even know if they have a sink. Like <laughs> they, Yeah, have, well, have they got anything to well, throw? What is it? Someone was saying about the aggregate 10-2 at the moment. So they scored a consolation goal when we switched off for a second uh, after it was all over a few weeks ago and they scored a pen that was – obviously it was a pen but it was <laughs> doesn't get much more lucky than that. Uh, Monty got that right. So, I mean, what exactly is it that they've got to throw at us? George Blackwell? <laughs> What about George Blackwood? Him too. The disrespect. Yeah, um, absolute disrespect. Well, it, it looks like Ibasuki's <laughs> going to be out now as well. Yeah. Um, and, and possibly Ansel. Yeah. And I mean, if they start Blackwood, it'll probably come back to bite me, but that doesn't worry me. <laughs> I don't know. He has a habit against us. It does. He does. It does worry me a little bit. He does, but he's... Oh, come on. He's not Josh Soterio. I mean... He's <laughs> useless. He's let's, not, let's be honest. But he's he rubbish. does have that Soterio element about him where he just seems to bag these... Jammy ass goals against us every <laughs> It's now just then. that we would get really upset if he did score any. That's the problem. Yeah. It's not so much that he can't or he won't. He might. But um, mm. but without Ibasuki, how are they going to come up with a lucky deflection that goes onto Kautak's hand? I think, <laughs> you know, that's 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 half their sink just drained right there. The mm. only thing they've got is the speculation about Erin Kunda starting, which I, I mean, don't know if that's going to happen or... Is that... I don't think that's... Well, firstly, it's, it's mind games, isn't it? That yeah. whole... If he starts, will he, won't he sort of thing. And also they've come out and said, oh, you know, if they if they start Farrell to try and nullify him, then they might move him out to the left and move Goodwin out to the right and play inverted wingers or something like that. Mm. And, uh, it is just mind games, I think. And, and Monty will know better than anyone. It's time to just focus on our game, focus on what we're doing well. Because the more that you try and set up and overthink and set up the way that you think the opposition's going to play to try and nullify that, the less you're focusing on your own game. It's not It's not how we've done it all season. No, exactly. It's Monty's always always sort of been about that and always sort of, you know, 
only worry about us. Don't worry about the team that you're playing. And I think um, I think the way that Adelaide play kind of suits us in a lot of ways as well because they're a team that there's likes something to come going out and play. on there. Because <laughs> outside of the penalty, and yes, in the second half they were better. There was a few half sort of you know chances, but mm. I wasn't overly concerned. Mm. I mean, I wasn't there in 50, 54 beers deep like <laughs> you two were, but watching on the TV um, is, is usually when I'm the most nervous. I hate watching I us on TV. It's horrendous. Mm. I hate it. Um, but I was okay, even even mm. like sort of you were saying before, Joff. Um, Josh. Even Josh. It's been speak. that long you can't, can't been, even remember his name. What's his name again? It's been a long We're week. It's been a long week already. Um, even like you said before, though, even after they got the penalty, I was pretty calm. Mm. Like I was pretty relaxed. And, you know, we started to come into the game. They didn't really worry me that much. I thought the McGarry goal came at the exact right time. Obviously, it's mm. always good to score, but that McGarry goal kind of get us back on level terms, still pretty early on in the game, kind of take the you know the loudness out of the crowd and then from there like I was you know the same I was pretty confident when we started dominating the game I was like okay we can score here and keep it tight at the back which we have been against Adelaide we should be okay and yeah second half maybe there was a couple of nervy moments but all in all you know maybe like the Iran Kunda header I was a bit worried mm. if that had gone either side of Fuker it's in and it's 2-2 but yeah, the corners, again, in the extra time, the corners was uh, a little bit nervy, but... We're just good in the air, that, though. Yeah. We're just good in the air. We're good defensively. Mm. We're, Caltech we're, was just winning everything. Yeah, we're just very solid across the park, which is obviously why we are where we are. And I mean, it probably should have been... We maybe should have had three or four by mm. halftime, and the game should have probably probably been over. Silvera hit the bar. Yeah. Before the, we dive too deep into yep. the game, let's just, let's just answer the rest of Fred's question. Will we sell out the stadium? Close. Yeah, it'll go close. I don't think it'll be a full sellout, but it'll go close. I think it will. You reckon? I reckon it will. I With mean, if there's, there's, there's only 4,000 tickets left as of today. Walk-ups, event so, goes. Yep. I reckon with – what is it? We're at Wednesday at the moment. So you've got Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday walk-ups. It's going to sell out, people. So um, if you're out there listening to this, then start panicking that you're not going to get a ticket. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> panic. Get it's on, happening. <laughs> get online and get yourself a ticket. Otherwise, you're probably not getting one. So hurry it up. I don't think we'll sell it out because I, th I feel like it's almost impossible to sell out that stadium. Our crowd of 19,238. That was actually a sellout, though. They hung well, up. They hung up the, the, the signs on the ticket window saying but sold there's out. All this, there's all this stuff about tennis boxes that can't be sold um, separately from normal boxes and stuff. So there's always a it's going to sell out. A it's it, it's, it's going to sell out. Oh, sell. I call that that crowd though a sellout because obviously yes. we were there that night and the people were hanging from the rafters. It was like it was a packed house. Um, mm. So you, you don't want can't get any more people in than that. Will we get that crowd? I think we'll give it a nudge mm. um, and. Yeah, but I think the capacity is something like 20,159. <laughs> I was going to say 49. <laughs> Close. <laughs> um, will we do that? Probably not. But um, it's going to be one of the Mariners' greatest nights ever mm. and uh, deserves to be for, mm. what, for mm. what we've had mm. and what yeah. they've given us. You look at that 19,000, 19,000 plus crowd that we had back in 2008 as well. What a night that was. That was a semi final second leg. So. Uh, doesn't Huge. get much more special than uh, than second legs, but let's go back and have a look at the first leg, of course, of the semi-final. We did uh, touch on it very briefly, of course. Um, the good guys, your Mariners, two, Adelaide, one. <laughs> oh, lads, 
It's nice to take a half-time lead, of course. Now, how was Miles and Pete, the away to, day? Yeah, you need to tell us about how the away day was. Good Please. question. Uh, Fulfill my FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> From what you remember. Uh, Mozzie, you want to piece together the rest of my night? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were talking about the game still. Because um, no. I, I wanted to start out with the part about when uh, you just said about the crowd being a little bit quiet or whatever. What, just to remind people, no matter what happens on Saturday night, don't be quiet. Don't give up on the boys. Mm-hmm. Just get behind them even more if there's anything that goes against us. Because I tell you, when that second goal, I'll move on to my trip soon, but... When, I, when that second go- when that McGarry goal went in, then it, I reckon it was no more than sixty seconds before Pete started. The, is this a library? Is this, yeah, well, even, <laughs> and, even before that, it was a really eerie yeah. sort of atmosphere yeah. in there. It wasn't the sort of party carnival atmosphere that you might think of a because that was a sellout down at Cooper's down yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so it was not a festival of football. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> <laughs> Danny Townsend's wild ride. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but things fell apart for him in the crowd stakes. There, I'm pretty sure the Red Army could hear us saying, "Is this a library?" Yeah. Um, because it was. First, first five minutes, and we said last week as well. You know, the concern for me is if they score first, brings a crowd into it. It didn't. No. It didn't. And it, I reckon they knew. I reckon they knew. We've got it over. We them. were better. Mm. We're better. Team. We've just got something over them. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it upset me that they had scored that goal. And you know, I'm not going to say that I was standing there thinking, "Oh, I'm supremely confident we're coming back from this." But it was just, you know, what if we can just stick to our game plan, which we have had a track record for, then I just feel confident we'll at least maybe get one back and, and go out, get out of here with a draw, which I was probably saying to people beforehand all last week that I'd be okay if we got mm-hmm. a draw. Didn't predict it. Pretty sure I predicted something like 3-0. That didn't really happen. But, um, but yeah, we, we, were, we were definitely good for it. On the away trip, I was panicking a little bit because I was late. My flight was late, so... I felt that I had to sort of catch up on others who were drinking beer ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> so I may have had a couple of beers on the plane. And, a few and how much did that cost you? More, a lot. $14 um, a can? I, I didn't check. It's about that much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a couple of Great Northerns, they weren't too bad. Great but, Northern. Um, I, re- I reckon the ones that hurt me, though, were the I, I went, got to the Hope Inn before anyone else, uh, which was possibly a mistake, uh, especially after the three pale ales. Um, <laughs> but it was a good time and then everybody arrived and then there was a few more. I'm not sure who was shouting those, but, but maybe I was having some. Ran into somebody, uh, shout out to Mark, who introduced himself to me or something like that. Or <laughs> asked Pete if, if I was a bloke from the pod or something like that. Good guy, um, fan of the pod, and um, mm. shouted me, he shouted me a beer, so mm. he mm. was responsible for my wreckage as well. Oh, so we do get paid. Yes. <laughs> there it is. It's taken me a long time to get that beer. The beer economy. But I got it. And, um, yeah, it didn't get a lot better because um, the drinking continued for quite a while after that. And uh, um, I'm sure we'll detail some more of it um, later perhaps. But um, may have ridden a very late night scooter <laughs> home to the hotel. Allegedly. Remember Allegedly. it not very clearly. Um, but a very, very good time was had. And, um, yeah, what a moment. Uh, but to be fair... We were celebrating. I was celebrating. I was having uh, a lot of fun, but the boys were all business. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. All business. It was very business-like. Like it, it was just – it did have that sort of a feel, just a very – Professional. Business-like. Like we knew we were going to – we knew that we were going to get it done. And even if we did get it done, it was clearly on the halftime. Mm. Mm. There, was, there was no over-celebrating in any of that. No, yeah. Even, even after the game, you know, you'd – 
kind of maybe expect all the players would be coming over and, you know, celebrating, dancing around and everything. There was none of it. They came over, yes, you know, a few handshakes and things and high fives and everything, but no big celebration, singing, dancing, everything like that. They know the job's only half done. Mm. Um, and they are wholly aware that, you know, they can't get complacent ahead of the second leg. But, yeah, you know, we're going to go out there and celebrate, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> 100%. 100%. We of did. Course. Monty was the same. He didn't come over in the initial thing because he had to go and do an interview yeah. after the game, but then he came over by himself to at least say good day to us. But he was the same. He was just like, you know, calm down, half time. And uh, yeah, all business. And that's what you want to see. So um, didn't stop me, though, from going ballistic from the other side of the fence because, uh, yeah, that's my first uh, visit to another state for a game and had, having a win. Sean t- did say to me afterwards about that that um, had he known that, then he would have banned me from going. <laughs> <laughs> so glad to get the monkey off my back. Giving you a fake ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking speaking of Sean as well after the game, and um, he said, you know how how negatively going back to the crowd, how how it maybe had a negative effect on the Adelaide fans, but also a positive effect on us in, in a lot of ways because the second half they were so focused on on booing Tulio's every touch, booing the ref at every opportunity as well, and it sort of played into our hands in a lot of ways because we knew that we had them rattled, and it sort of kept the guys even more calm and more composed, and I think that sort of the calmness and the composure they were exuding obviously fed into you guys who were watching on the telly, but I think us in the crowd as well. Yeah, I think that's probably right. They they had a lot of people there and it was a pre- it's a pretty intimidating atmosphere. The last time we, I was down there last year, then that, what is it, the Eastern stand was not built properly, mm. not finished, and mm. so they weren't so much on top of you, but this time they were right on top of you and, and it was packed and so it was intimidating, but uh, really... They couldn't get into it. They didn't get into it. They It, it did um, allow us to sort of um, get a bit of voice going ourselves and we're enjoying ourselves from, you know, the McGarry moment onwards at least. Speaking of, were you just able to continue to laugh at Newcastle for the hilariousness <laughs> of the McGarry trade with Aquilina? Yep. <laughs> yeah, you reckon we might Swindle. have the better better end of the deal on that one there or what? Thank you. Is he only, does he only ever score bombs? Scores bombs. Apparently Backs so. himself. Super confident. Weak foot bomb too. Weak foot, dodgy goalkeeping, but we'll allow it. <laughs> but it's just, just the, just I like, I like the, uh, I like the tenacity. Just to even I like have the a go there. Jib. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, and if and if you watch that as well, he was even slightly out of position, and he just made room. Got he, he took it by the scruff of the neck really and just ran forward into that space accepted the pass and went you know what I'm just going to shoot yeah, yeah sort of like Mo- was, that, that, yeah. that ball going through that crowd as well sort of like Moses parting the Red Sea in a lot of ways wasn't mm, it it yeah. was great yeah. what is he doing great. there we've got a central defender Caltac making almost yeah. a straight it's a Caltac assist to the left back who to the ends left up back on, outside the box yeah. just outside the box <laughs> it was, it was from our corner crazy it was from that short corner that was cleared away and then it came back and that was that passage of play Caltac finds McGarry goal that's yeah. why he was in that spot just like a, and like we could have been super safe there as well, but it's just yeah. I, I like that's what I like about this confidence. current team. It's yeah, the confidence to you know sort of execute. Mm. That so why sort of didn't stuff. why didn't Newcastle give him a shot at having that confidence? Because they were too busy playing Jason Hoffman at left oh. back. Yeah, how'd mate, you got to start from? the Hoff. Come on, <laughs> yeah. in all club age, legend, mate. In all age fours. <laughs> He's uh, eligible for forty fives next year, isn't he? Possibly, and then. Dan Ningham wins the Player of the Year and gets re-signed for two years. 
Who's he? Who's he? Is it opposite day? Was it worst player of the year? Was that the award he was supposed to win? <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, we absolutely got the good side of that uh, swap. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, it's, it's also good to see as well, you know, and we'll probably speak about it, but it's it's done – it looks like it's obviously done nothing to Jacob Farrell, who still, when he's been called upon, has obviously come in and sort of done a job. But, yeah, McGarry's owning that spot right now and I've got all the confidence in him. So I think it's taken a lot of pressure off Faz as well. I think so. And I think he was due a break. Mm. With just, with, just with how fast he came in mm. and then just he – what, he's, he essentially played all last season from the start. Mm. Um, I think he was maybe started this season. I think he was feeling that. I think, yeah. yeah, and I I just don't think his body was maybe quite ready. And even even speaking to him after the elimination final in Adelaide, um, in the pokey area <laughs> after the game, after the I game last that, year, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, allegedly, there was there was a conversation around around him potentially obviously needing to put on a few kilos of muscle and. So I it just you know I think it's been good for him just to have that bit of a break and just sort of maybe focus on that. But I think we've, even, but we've lost nothing. I think even mentally as well for him because mm. I, I spoke to him earlier and he it just seems the couple of times I've spoken to him in the last couple of weeks actually, he seems a lot more relaxed. Mm. Um, just like a weight sort of come off his shoulders a little bit. He can work on his uh, shithousery. Yeah. <laughs> he's not just going out there and holding his own. Like that that um, touch to take it away from Aaron Kunda, mm. that is a game-saving mm. moment. Oh, the tackle? Yeah. The ta- oh, yeah. my. And he's, he's on a yellow card there too, don't yeah. forget. Yeah, yeah. It's a huge moment. For some reason. A huge moment. Yeah. Let's, oh, let's, let's talk about that actually. <laughs> the, what the f- <laughs> Honestly, that's a pen. That's a pen. Every day of the week and twice on Saturdays. Well, apparently no times on Saturday. Thanks. Uh, who, who was in the middle? It wasn't Beefy, was it? No, Beefy was in the Alex box. King. Kingy. King. Kingy. That's, that's who right. I, I gave not remember that. that. Too many beers, Pete. <laughs> who I gave a huge rap to last week and said he was the best ref in the league. And I will go into bat for him here slightly. He obviously should have seen it because it was right where the ball was. But VAR, hello. What are we doing? Yeah, I don't know how Beefy doesn't have a look at that. It's yeah, el- elbowed in the back of the head. Yeah. yeah. How's it not a pen? Yeah. Well, and how, how is it a free kick to Adelaide? Oh, there you go. There's your answer, penalty Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> penalty Adelaide. Yeah. No, no chance. Ridiculous. And, yeah. and, and a yellow card to Faz. Yeah. I for, don't know how you can see it that way. What? I've watched a few times, of course, and no, you just can't see it that way. So I don't know how they see it that way. I'm sure they contrive to make the modern rules, you know, go in their favour. Yeah, somehow. Mm. But, but no. Um, and you must not have known who the ref was. <laughs> you were addressing him directly from the away bay commonly during the game. Uh, what were you what talking about? Oh, just <laughs> friendly chat. You know, Alex, how's your day been? Something Kiki. like that, yeah. It's been a while, mate. Yeah, possibly. Dinner after of, this? A couple of chips were spat as well. <laughs> No, I don't think they were terrible, but there was also um, a moment between Ibasuki and Trianus that I think might have got Trianus a yellow card. I didn't like that one either. Mm. Um, it, they were just too easy, and it, to me, it was a bit of a reaction to the you know crowd getting into it um, early on. They had their goal. It was the only time that the crowd was really trying to get into it, and the pen um, was a pen, unfortunately. Yeah. <sighs> as annoying as that rule is, and I don't necessarily agree with it either. That. When it's that close, and yes, I know his arm is out a bit, but I yeah. know next to nothing about the handball laws anymore because they seem to change on a weekly basis, which is half the problem. Um, Remember when like, handball was and had to have intent? 
No, I don't remember because they've changed at least 378 times since then. Well, yeah. I'm older than you, so it was possibly <laughs> it was in the 50s or something like that. The 1850s or? Uh, got him. <laughs> I think it, I, this is just my own interpretation and I'm sort of with you, Pete. I, who has the time or wants to read about the laws of the game? Make it simple, yeah. right? But it should be if it's a shot on goal that's on target, mm. if his arm is out, if, if even if there's no Pure intent. Cool style. Yes. Yeah, or there has to be clear intent. If he's... 30 centimetres away and then the ball f- flicks up like that and mm. then hits him in the arm, what's he supposed to do? I feel like that was the like, law maybe three weeks ago. Or same. Like, man. Remember, <laughs> when we, remember like, we used to argue about ball to hand and all hand that? Hand to ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. local referees listening to this right now going, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I know who it is. But <laughs> get on Google and read it, dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to read it because it's just going to change tomorrow anyway. Yeah, so. it, there's, there's no point. It, no point. Yeah, it doesn't. It yeah, absolutely does my head in. Um, I don't understand what constitutes handball or not anymore, but apparently that one does. So well, mm. we've, we, we go with it for whatever reason. We sort of accepted it, and mm. the boys accepted it, and yeah, I there, don't was, think there, Monty was no, there was no complaints. It, and I, um, I think I think you know when you when you sort of defend with your arm up like that in the box as well, you sort of put the referee in the current rules. They know that that's going to potentially be one. Yeah. And you, I think Caltech yeah. knew it. You could see the look on his face. He knew, yeah, yeah, he knew what had happened, yeah. and we knew it as well. Like we're standing yeah. in the stands, going, yeah. well, yeah. you would have had, you would have had. A good view of it. It was right in front of us. So literally from here to the lifts away. It was just no. But yeah. yeah. Not but even not even that far, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I mean, we, we we probably should have been up by a lot more at half time. I mean, the set play from the corner, which what the hell was that? I've Prime, always rated short corners. Daniel McBreen pointed out that Prime we did that back in 2012 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like that's I love that sort of shit. Yeah. Um then the Cummings chance. I, I, thought, I thought you were avidly against short corners. I know Josh is, but... I am, like, in the middle. You're in the middle? <laughs> I love them. <laughs> if they work, I, I love I, them. I, I love them. Yeah. I, I am a huge fan. I've always been a huge fan of short corners, unironically. Un- we cannot be doing short corners and then going back to halfway. I don't want to sound like a <laughs> going backwards sort of person, but if you got a corner, yeah. either do a set play or yeah. get it in. No going back to halfway. Yeah, yeah, have, yeah. have a plan like we clearly do. Mm. Because oh, um, yeah. that's so it's on only that the Monty great. floaters that you don't like. <laughs> that that I pass. I love Monty, but his corners were horrific. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the only person left who could kick the ball straight yeah. by that stage of our. Yeah, true, true, <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was either him or Eddie Bosnar taking oh, corners, right? Well, you know, last, last one Eddie with the skill. Gonna... Please turn out the lights. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's 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 whippage, and then there's driving the ball into the six yard box at 178 kilometres an hour. Um, or there was hoping you know, for a deflection. <laughs> 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 I don't, I, you know, I might have preferred that one actually. <laughs> mm, true, but yeah, the come dog chance. I mean, he should have scored that. Good save by Glove Gauchy. I know it's a Glover. <laughs> um, but yeah, made up for it. And you know, similar to the McGarry one, mm. Max Ballard. I mean, oh yeah, freak. Max the, was great. The like again, the tenacity just to do what he did in the lead up to that goal, get the ball, take a bit of a risk. Skip past two players, I think. SAS mm. once I've again dived in. Smart Forty-five-year-old SAS in the dust. I can't yeah. stand SAS, but uh, he got absolutely burned in the lead-up to that second goal. And yeah, nice little ball into Benny. Obviously, plays in Cummings, then it's in the back of the net. And I mean, it's but it was just it was straight up the guts. It was like mm. we just completely tore apart their midfield. It was, it was which, slick. Which, it was the that was the sort of the uh, theme of the first half or the mm. first sort of like 60 minutes was just we just tore them apart in the midfield. They could not keep up. It was so slick. And yeah. I hope there are a lot of people, and it's not just this game, it's, you know, 
been a lot of games now. Um, I hope there's a lot of people out there eating a pretty good serving of humble pie um, about Maxi because I've seen comments on the on the CCM fans forum. I've seen comments on Facebook saying he doesn't de- deserve a spot. Rah, rah, rah. The kid is unbelievable. I hope, talented. I hope those aren't recent because they seem, one of they, the best seem, they seem to have died down, but. 100% agree. In and also, Mr. Consistency. Like, with Maxi, you get the same thing every week. He's every 8, 8. week. 8.5, 9 out of 10. He's worked up, and I, I think he went through a period where he made some appearances, like the one that springs to mind is he did get thrown into the deep end a little bit, but away to Melbourne City On his debut. last season. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'd and forgotten about that. He, he got thrown in the deep end, didn't play well, made, I think he made a mistake or two that led directly to Ma- made a, a goal mistake, or two. Yeah. 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 And I think everybody formed an opinion off that and it's like, well, hang on a sec, this is what we do. This We've seen this plenty of times before. Matty Ryan, Trent Sainsbury, we've mm. seen a lot of young players come in, make those mistakes and it was a way to City who uh, were, still are, the best team in the league. And mm. it was his debut, wasn't yeah. it? And it was, did mm-hmm. he get the hook for it? I, I think he, he did a half time. Yeah. Which was yeah. harsh. Yeah. Um, but and he's, but he's, he's worked up to that Nisbet, you know, sort of level of eight, nine, nine out of ten mm. every single week. Mm. Mm. That was a little bit – thinking about that, that's a little bit of a touch of Niz there running the ball because that's mm. not usually mm. the thing that Maxi does the most. No, it's normally, usually yeah. Niz who will stay in control of the ball, dribble it forward, waste time while the opposition, you know, retracts their defence or whatever. But in the, in that moment, then Maxi, he was switched on, mm. had that little shimmy to get straight around Asaias and leave him in the dust and then, yeah, beautiful. And whether beautiful. and whether whether it was on purpose or not, I actually feel like Niz maybe took a bit of a back seat this game and Maxi sort of led mm. like a lot of that. Mm. Yeah, probably mm. fair. But, yeah, it was it was good old Jason Cummings does have a right foot. Yeah. I th- he, like I said, he scored maybe Shank. four he shanked with, his, with his right this season. He shanked right, it, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone he scored with his right foot, he's, it's been a shank. To be fair, I don't know I'm what certain. Gauchi was doing, but... MacArthur away, <laughs> he sort of skewed it massively. Uh, it's a shank every time. <laughs> they work good. Shanks work good. Just Shanks, saying, just shanks are good because they pull people off. Exactly. Yeah. And I think maybe that's what happened to Gauchi because... That, he should have saved that. Well, it rolled over his foot. Mm. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. He should have saved four, yeah. four shots with, in this game, two with his right foot. Yeah. One with his head, one with his left. He's backing himself. He's backing got the himself. belief. That's all right. He believes. <laughs> he believes. He still believes. Ch- still chasing the McBreen record. <laughs> so he's on 17 now think and so. McBreen's was 19? 19. think so. Yep. Doable. Going to get there maybe. Yeah, mm. going to get there. I'm going to say it. Going to get there. Going to get there. Yep. Was it McBreen's 19 regular season though? Or possibly. Was, I feel like it was 20 with finals. Yeah. Yeah, it possibly was actually. That sounds. Or 21 with finals because he scored against Vuck and then he scored in the GFA. So it's twenty one. That does. I will never forget correct. that goal against the victory. I know. In, oh, in, absolute rocket in yeah. base sixteen. We we had the perfect view. Yeah. As yeah. soon as he hit it, it was goal. Yeah. It's going straight in. Yeah. It was the good shit that one. But mm. yeah, I, this. I mean, at half time in this game, I was pretty confident. Same. I don't know about you guys, but I was pretty confident. It, it was a nervy second half ish because I think I think they they did get back into it slightly, but we're just at the moment. With this lineup against Adelaide, we're just too good. Yeah, we're just t- too hard to break down. I did need another four beers to get through the second half, but I wasn't. They that's weren't. Un- they, 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 they weren't nervy beers. What they about just, the third half? They're away day beers. The amount of injury time was like. <laughs> are we going to get back to City oh. before midnight? Because we, yeah, <laughs> we got to hundred minutes plus, didn't we? Oh. It was, oh. was hundred. Got up to hundred one minutes. Yeah, beautiful. And this was because Aaron Kunda had concussion. 
that mm. was refused to be diagnosed, apparently. Yeah, gone. they let him play on. Mm. You mean the fake concussion? The fake concussion or was it real fake concussion? concussion? Or, he I, definitely faked it. I can't it. say. I, it's hard to say because, yeah. Bad He's dis- faking bad it. Dis- How can you tell? <laughs> definitely <laughs> faked it. But the, the Monty troll of throwing on Faz. Faz straight away. As soon as they pulled him up, as soon as they got him ready. Away. We did like that down oh, there. We were wet <laughs> Love it. laughter. Love it. Mm. And then Faz, again... Mm. Did a job. Like we said, that that tackle. What a tackle. I know. It's, not it's many, a huge moment. Not like, many players in the league make that if tackle. If you mistime that challenge by yeah. half a second. Yeah. And to be fair. Like Aaron I said, he's Kunda, already on a yellow. Aaron mm. Kunda makes a, a slightly poor first touch there. Mm. And so it's slightly further away than he would have wanted it. But not much. Not enough. Like Faz had to get that absolutely perfect. And he did. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Did that chance come from when Benny sort of just gave it away when Tulio was free on the wing? That's Faz was up on the left. Yeah, that's why he was out of position. And that's why Faz had to rush all the way back. No, no, sorry, that was the header, that one. That yeah. one was the header where the header, yeah. Faz did some really good work and there he set up Benny um, and then, yeah, Benny, Benny lost turned the ball. inside to a defender and the defender yeah. just wins the ball straight back. It's like, mate, on yeah. the wing. But, like, even with that one though, again, for Faz to get back mm-hmm. as quick as he did and – Probably didn't have too much of an impact on the finish, but just him sort of there in the peripherals of Aaron Kunda was sort of enough to. He knows he's there. I think to put him up, yeah. But that ball yeah. from Goodwin, and and that's the one thing that Adelaide do have that that Goodwin. I still rate him as well. Actually, um, one of my picks of the season, <laughs> Tulio, is getting close now, but. Mm. Um, but, yeah, Goodwin's still probably the best player in the comp for me. And uh, in that moment when you see him running down there, then you don't think that he can make the perfect ball. But, of course, he does. And But Faz, you know, he is very close, close enough that Aaron Kunda knows he's there. So there's pressure. He does get very whingy, though, Craig Goodwin, when things don't, don't Adelaide, way, the it? whole team. It's the whole team. My my dislike for them seems to be growing. Was it modelled in the image of their coach? Didn't he have like this smash? He pulled like root? storm in the back yeah. of the head. Yeah. Well, what like, about when he slipped yeah, over and was calling for a foul? Oh yeah, mm. <laughs> he s- completely slipped over, and, and then he like, threw his arms up as if like, to say, what? "What are we doing?" But yeah, it's the I think storm storm got him. It wasn't that bad, and then Craig got him back, and I, thought, I think I think that's I think borderline that, that's, yellow. That's, yeah, it should have been, but I think. It's not just a get square for him, but it's also trying to re- him trying to ramp Dominant. Adelaide yeah. up. Assert because, dominance. Yes. you know, they're, they're, yeah, I think he sort of knew that they were feeling a bit flat, looking a bit flat. Yeah. Yeah, we just had it on him. Like, mm. It's just there's, yeah, we are where some of the football in that first half that we played was some of the best Terrific. I've seen. Honestly, that, that, that game time. was one of the best examples of A-League football that I can remember seeing. Yeah, for overall as a neutral and from all the comments and everything that's mm. sort of come out after it was yeah, how good it was and mm. um, just glad it as went our neutral. way in the end. You know how we always go on about Who is A-League? that neutral? <laughs> <laughs> Not you. <laughs> Not me. There's so right. many A-League games where you say, oh, the, the pace is so slow in this game, but that, that game was just full on, just it was didn't stop. Yeah. So the pace of that game was really top-notch. Yeah. And I did enjoy it, probably not as much as a neutral, like you just said, Luke, but got the job done. Half, half, the job is half done, I should say. In the, in the first half too, uh, down the back end, Caltech, okay, gave away the pen, blah, blah. Trianus uh, had Ibasuki covered oh. the whole time, mm. just, just never let him get a decent look in, got to the point where Ibasuki was kicking him and asking for free kicks and not getting any joy from us in the corner either. Um, but, yeah, Trianus, he had a big game um, in the back. Caltech was fantastic. So, 
Yeah, while we're playing fantastic football at the front, making opportunities, hitting the bar, um, desperate saves to keep us out, all that sort of thing. Then we're tight at the back. We never really gave them a look. And in that first half, I, I swear they only had one opportunity and it Good resulted on the break. in a penalty and mm. they scored. It was, yeah, when right at the end of the half when Goodwin got in behind on the break and Vuka made that big stop. That was mm, their yeah, only real chance. Huge save. Yeah, um, Vuka, Phew. Yeah, moments that he saved us in the game. Fantastic. That one, the yeah. um, Blackwood header. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Straight at him, but down low. Um, and there was an earlier one as well. And these were in the. this was in the time of the game when, you know, let one in then and maybe we let two in. But mm. no. Was it Halloran had a shot as well? Early second half that he saved well? Sounds Probably familiar. Probably a savable shot, but. But Vuka yeah, was huge. So, yeah. I think, um, yeah, again, hopefully a few people out there eating. Good serving of humble pie, yeah. Because he has returned. I'll eat from some good pie on Vuka. <laughs> That's all right. I was I was very harsh on him early on, but I think it was warranted. But yeah, he's absolutely come good. He's returned from the absolutely World Cup. The, the first game back after the World Cup, not so great. That was the the Newcastle game that we won't talk about. Mm. Um, but just about every game since then. Yeah. Yeah. Sensational. Yeah, I think there was some, some questioning of the concept of um, bringing back a bloke who hadn't played for a couple of years. Well, uh, I think that maybe showed he, in his early season performances. had to shake off some the, rust. The, the pressure with the whole World Cup Langerak thing maybe affected him a little bit as well. And Team him up with um, a central defender who's 19 years old and never played in the A-League until <laughs> this year. Add to that a bloke who's uh, making his first professional yep. contract at the age of 47. Mm. And, yeah, it's maybe seems like an odd idea, but... But, um, hey, who's who's laughing now? I mean, Monty, again, Surge, Monty's, again. Monty's misfits. Wow. <laughs> Can you bring in some more misfits, Monty, please? <laughs> in saying that, you know, one, one's a socceroo, one's a future socceroo's captain. and <laughs> Monty, Monty Warren with the I told you so. Yeah, mm. Fair. Mm. So can we fair. talk about your post-game? <laughs> Shenanigans, or are we leaving that? Say missing. Do we get questioned about it later? So I should answer it again. Who's going to ask us about yeah, it? Yeah, well, I, I think there's something in the run sheet about it. We'll <laughs> okay, come back to it. We'll circle back. We'll put a pin in it for now. We'll circle back. Oh. There's a run sheet. Adelaide's an entertaining <laughs> city. You put it that way. Great circuit on a Saturday night. <laughs> You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Look at this! Look at this! Look at it! 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 Sunday afternoon, our Mariners Academy, uh, or your Mariners Academy, our Mariners Academy, everyone's Mariners Academy, uh, getting the job done. Five games unbeaten now in the state's top flight in the NPL men's. 2-0 over Marconi. Absolute powerhouse uh, in Marconi as well, who were sort of fighting for top spot. Um, absolutely dominated. Fellas, thoughts? Uh, the commentary was great. <laughs> I was going to say, was it a bit blurred? The <laughs> notes? The notes? <laughs> I, the, yeah, look, I mean, the, the first couple of minutes maybe started a little bit rough um, and there was one point where my voice very nearly blew out um, <laughs> and, in fact, may be on the highlights reel as well. <laughs> Specifically identified. Yep. Um, but, jeez, um, Miguel de Pizio, speaking of highlights, what Abs- a Absolute baller. Yeah. Absolute baller. Second goal is going to be on the end of year highlights reel for sure. Enjoyed looking at some of the video. Didn't get home in time to make the game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got home in time to make the game. Yeah, I know you did. (laughs) Not the night before. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And obviously also now being called up 
to the Joey squad. Yeah, under seven names with uh, um, with Aaron Kunder as well. Yeah, so that'll be fun. So <laughs> we, we we've got two in the Joey squad, haven't we? Uh, and Pavlosevich. Um, Pavlosevich and Pavlosevich, I think um, there's one more. I think. Yeah, potentially. I'm just looking at it now off the very top of my head. But mm. yeah, it, that yeah the second goal. Parks maybe. Screamer, mm. screamer, and mm. then obviously scored the first one too. So after a tough uh, start, mm-hmm. um, we'll say environment not ideal, and then fixed mm. things have come good. Mm. Oh, so, massively! Five games is, unbeaten, three three wins on the spin now as well. And I think um, in, in a in a funny sort of way, this has kind of worked out kind of well for us because. Abbas Saad is obviously a fantastic coach, but he's also got the players totally buying into what he's doing there. He's got them playing like men. He's got them believing um, that they can go out and win every game. Um, but he's also installed instilled that sort of – that bit of mongrel, that sort of – that fight. Um, and that you need that in this league. Massive. And people too, you can get away with it yeah. a little bit, but it's just that extra step up where you're playing against – guys that have come down from the A-League yep. or you're playing against these MPL veterans that have just <laughs> never gone anywhere. <laughs> and if you don't play like a man, mm. you will get the shit kicked out of you and you'll get taken advantage of. And so, like, you, you have to – you just have to step up and you have to hold your own, otherwise you just won't compete. That's pretty much mirrors what I – what. Um Peter Sakenis, the uh, the Marconi head coach, said after the game as well, because I caught up with him after the game. Um, he actually had some really nice words. So I had to go and find him to do the post-game interviews. And he comes up and he goes, mate, big fan of your commentary. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Like, oh, you know who I am? <laughs> he goes, yeah, you got Alex Mulchin off, aren't you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well played. Actually, Simon Hill. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, he, he was super complimentary about um, about what Abbas has sort of brought into the side there as well. So, yeah, as you say, after a slow start, things are things are all coming up, Mariners. We are away to Western Sydney uh, this Saturday at 7pm, so it does clash with uh, the all-important leg two of the semi-final there, but I'll still be tuning in on NPL TV in my little air-conditioned box. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> it's going right. to be a fair <laughs> bit harder outside, I think, to hear. See, yeah. <laughs> watch, get I'll reception. Watch oh, I can hijack the big screen for you if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Heard dumber ideas. <laughs> picture in picture. Yeah, picture in picture. <laughs> Just Sounds put it in good. a little square at the top of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 20s got up as well, 4-1 over Marconi. He was top of the table in 20s. So things are looking good. Starting to come Remember good. when Starting people were good. picking us to be 15th after a couple of games. <laughs> How's that going for them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, guess, I think it's where Wanderers are, isn't it? Yeah, Wanderers oh. are 15th. Bulls in second are um, Northbridge, South West Bulls, MacArthur, Campbelltown Academy uh, last. Uh, so we're six points clear of the uh, um, the automatic relegation spot at the moment. So um, we've got a, two games coming up actually um, uh, in the next sort of few days, in the next six days, because we travel to Manly to play the second half of that game. Uh, on Tuesday. Um, the only negative coming out of this one for me is a um, bit of a nasty looking injury to Sash Kazevsky, uh, who um, is not feeling too great um, about it, but hasn't had scans yet. We'll see what the extent of it is soon. Hopefully it's not too bad um, because he's been a very important player for the academy over the last couple of seasons. Mm, that'd be a bummer. Mm. Wish him well then. 
As for the Women's Academy, uh, in the League One Women's, a big win on Sunday Arbo at Plume for them. 8-0 over Camden Tigers. Um, Sophie Nanadovic bagging a hat-trick for herself. Savannah Murray getting on the score sheet, as well as Caitlin Murphy, Ava Marie Carlson, and Annalise Rasmussen, uh, who was signed for our W League side next season as well, getting on the score sheet there as well. So pretty emphatic victory in the League One Women's there. That result, of course, sees uh, the Women's Academy still in that second spot on the ladder, just two points off the top spot, uh, but they do have a game in hand. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. You boys come up with a good question. It is, of course, that time of the week where we answer your questions. And, uh, well, thank you, as always, for all your submissions across the various forms of social media, particularly Instagram, the ccmfans.net forum, and Facebook, where we will kick things off uh, with Johnny Needham. Predictions for our potential off-season moves after we win the grand final and drink all of the beers. Uh, any news on the Cummings to India rumours? Any other predicted losses or gains? I think Cummings to India sounds pretty strong. Mm. Yes, I'm afraid that seems highly likely. So the latest rumour I heard about that actually, with the club that's after him, um, Mohan Bargan, um, they are in an AFC Cup qualification play. So they have to play a playoff to get through to, to the Asian Cup. Um, and I've heard, um, and this is just Twitter rumours and Reddit rumours and um, nothing official, of course, um, that he's hasn't signed anything because they're waiting to see if they actually get through that qualifier. Ooh. Interesting. This Interesting. is like a, this is just social media. Rumors. Do you know when it's it is? Probably total bullshit. Because that's not till like June. Okay, that's earlier than July. Oh, maybe? we're not qualifying. We're qualified. We're, we're, <laughs> we're through. We're, we're through. there, baby. But like, I don't know how much stock to put in that because obviously the money that we've heard is ludicrous. Mm. Um, so yeah, look, let's not think about it. Let's enjoy him while we've got him. Mm-hmm. Let's see him hopefully bag a couple this weekend and then uh, a couple more in the granny. Yeah, as far as the rest of them, though, I, I don't know. There's maybe a move for Triantis, Triantis on the cards. Go, yeah, you would like, think so. Yeah, I mean that I'd, has I'd to be. I'd love a, to keep him, but yeah, that has to be a million dollar transfer for me. Like, but yeah. what? Why? Why is there any reason that he should go for less than what Jordy Boss. Boss has gone for? Mm. Jordy None. Boss, yeah, apparently goes for two, go million. two million to, to Belgium. To some random club I've never heard of who's mid-table. Who was it? K- uh, KBC Westerloo? Yeah. What would you call me? Westeros. Yeah. Westeros or whatever it was. <laughs> Can we hope for the possibility of him signing big like that but being loaned back to us? I don't uh, think he needs to. Because he's a kid. Uh, I, don't, uh, nah. I know, but he's playing in a position he's where a he's He's a kid, gonna, but he's building you know, a brick shit house. He doesn't need yeah, to come back. Yeah, he's physically, physically, he's ready. I get it. Yeah. But, but traditionally, you know, kids still have some development to do in that mm. position. Um, yeah. It's a bit like, you know, central um, holding midfielders that um, you don't usually find that young ones are getting opportunities. And so I can imagine him, clubs have been wanting to really get hold of him but do they want to leave him here and let him continue that development path he's on? Because, geez, he's been a rocket, an absolute rocket in, mm. in terms of his, you know, his, his, his trajectory mm. uh, in the short time that he's been playing. And look what Monty and Serge are doing with him. Like they've turned him from, well, actually he was actually pretty darn good at the start, but they've turned him into not someone, someone now who's solid and got to the point of, yeah, his shithouser is Fantastic. I, so think he, I think he's just about ready. I think there's a there's yeah. A, I can't argue with that. There's oh. a couple of things that he needs to work that he could work on, maybe with his concentration and stuff like that. Um, I think even that's improved out of sight 
over the last couple of months. So. We share the same birthday. I just realised he Nectar. turned. Yeah, he turned twenty. I just wanted to see when he actually did turn twenty, and it was last Thursday, the eleventh oh. of May. Oh, happy birthday to Nectar! And uh, sorry, Luke. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> my birthday's been stolen. <laughs> <laughs> he makes you seem like a really old man. He does. Yeah, that does make me feel very old. But right, no, I, I yeah. think I. Yeah, I feel like he's ready. I think if he went to a similar level league as where Boss is going, mm. he would be okay. Yeah. But I wouldn't be against it him seems, being loaned back selfishly because yeah. I'd love that. Love him. It seems yep. to be a bit of a bit of a thing at the moment for for Australians to go to Belgium as well because there's two, three, four others from across the league that are apparently going over there as well. So mm. Mm. and Denmark as well. Mm. Yeah, well, the Aussies in Denmark are killing it. Mm. Um, Was it Yazbek, Yazbek, Stans all on the one side, mm. scoring goals and getting assists for each other nearly every week. Mm. So we might have a couple more off there as well. Mm. But we've been doing fantastic business. So you know, whatever happens with these players, then I just have a sense that um, it won't be bad for us. It'll be you know farewell and disappointed that we're losing these players, and you know we'll have to find more. Uh, people to give opportunities to, but um, I really, I really wonder about the loan thing because um, you really, if you're looking from the outside and you're seeing how these players are being developed when while they're here with Monty and how quickly they're improving and how many of them are improving. I mean, look at Sammy and Storm Rue and well, there's so many of them we've talked about. Um, why wouldn't you leave them in this system? Mm. Is there yeah. any, is there any chance we lose Monty? I mean, he's, he's he's had plenty of interest over the last over the last year or so, but mm. I think Asia might just be enough to keep him here. Um, yeah, you know, we we did speak to him last week, and um, you never you never know what happens in football, right? There's no smoke. There's just you know we can see the fire. That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, it's, think, it's, yeah. It's, it's an ethanol fire, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So we all got to sort of prepare ourselves for it. But I feel mm. I feel like that what's coming out of him is unfinished business. Um, so it is what I asked last week. I think that um, if he does install a new dunny seed in here, then then maybe we're at our most concerned. But um, he, he might just as well set his sights on Asia, like you're saying, yep. Pete. Um, and why not? Um, and he, you know, he's talking up the league, talking up the place, talking up the way we go about it, and it really does suit him. Um, and he does seem to love the place. Like, how free is he to want to uh, interact with us, talk to us, tell us what's going on, uh, um, give us a bit of insider stuff? Sometimes he's just, yeah, fantastic to have here. And uh, it's not, yeah, I don't think it's over. The main concern is. Monty. The main concern is that him and Sergio will obviously go as a duo. That's my my main concern. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sergio. We lose that. one, we lose both. Mm, yeah. mm. Can't imagine it being a you know unamicable divorce though. Like, even if they're somewhere else, aren't they going to be helpful? You for think whomever so? comes in here? Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. We've got a, we've got a sort of a direction that's set now. I feel like that um, Portugal line of. Um, players, etc., is not going to be lost, um, mm. etc. So, fingers crossed. Dean Payne wants to know: Will Luke finally go blonde if we make the grand final? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, regardless of grand final situation, I think it's not going away whether we make it or not. <laughs> no, keep going at it, Dean. <laughs> Do not stop. <laughs> I'm Someone's going to pour that stuff over his head. I was soon. just about to I say, I might, I might actually bring a box dye in next week. I'm going to get held <laughs> down soon. <laughs> we'll get. To, uh, we'll see if we can get Jason here next week as well to do it. <laughs> 100%. It'll be orange. 
A question for a stat man from Gavin Springett. Uh, Gavin says, I think we've won more games when we are uh, shooting for goal at the northern end of the park in the second half when playing at home. Is it at all possible to find this out? I'm sure it would be, um, but it would probably take a little bit of time. That requires research and prior work. <laughs> prior work is probably I, I correct. Don't even, I don't think Ultimate A-League would even have that. So. No, no, they don't. Yeah. Um, did have a bit of a sticky beak. I mean, I can think of a lot of pretty um, pretty special moments when we've been shooting towards that Bay 16 end in the second half. The, um, Matt Hatch's first professional goal with his first touch. Um, was Monty down from end as 30 well. metres. Monty from... Oh, yeah, oh, the screamer. Howitzer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tommy Rogic runs. Allo Kowal scoring down there as well to win the game against Western United. Um, Tommy Rogic dribbles one over the line in a 7-2 massacre. Oh, were yeah. we, were yeah. we going that way in the second half? I think we were. In the 7-2? In the 7-2. Yep. Yeah, we were. Yeah. We, were. we, we absolutely were. We dribbled it in at that end, though. We absolutely From were. a long throw. <laughs> um, but also, I do remember some pretty special moments finishing up the other end as well. Uh, the semi-final in 2008. The 3-0 victory, I'm Ooh, pretty yeah. sure, finished up that end, didn't it? Yes, it did. Um, and started up that end, didn't it? Oh, hang on. Cos no. scored up I, that end. I Sasha. think we were going... We were. We were firing towards the southern end in the first half. No, yes. No, because no. Quaz, his goal is at the southern end. Yeah, no, so we were going yeah, towards the southern half. end. Yeah, yeah, and Quaz scored the southern end. But then Gavin, I think Sasho might be onto something end. here. Yeah. Sasho again at the southern end. At the end. southern end, yeah. Gavin um, might be onto something. Yeah, here. I feel like he's onto something. Mm. Hard to determine. If anyone has uh, got the time and or inclination uh, <laughs> to go back and watch every single Mariners game played for the last 18 years, please feel absolutely free. I don't know about you guys, but I've got a superstition about that. I always want us to be going Bay 16 and second half. I don't like when we go. Yeah, I agree with that. When we come Bay 16 and first half, I don't just, you know, it doesn't really make a huge difference, but it's just a little superstition that I have that I always prefer Bay 16 and second half. Hmm. Maybe just me, I don't know. I do too. I don't talk about my superstitions. (laughs) That was my preference. That's a lie and you know it. (laughs) (laughs) Me? Yeah. We we were talking about superstitions last week, Uh, weren't we? Was I entirely truthful? <laughs> oh, well, now you did don't. I give Did I give much away? <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember. Mm. I may have damaged my brain last weekend. <laughs> oh, I'm still only operating at about sixty percent. <laughs> um, Adam Thompson on Facebook. Can we talk about how much of a genius stroke it was from Monty to pick up James McGarry mid-season? Brilliant signing that has unfortunately taken Faz's spot, but certainly shown that he can go to a whole new level. I think, yeah, we yeah, sort of touched I on think it, we earlier. Covered it earlier. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. masterstroke again. Mm. But he hasn't really replaced Faz. That's the only bit about it. He hasn't made it more difficult for Faz sort or of knocked him out of place. Complimented just, Faz in a yeah, few ways. We've we've just created this versatility we've got there for you know certain purposes, and Monty knows how to use it. Mm. It's a nice dynamic because McGarry's probably better going forward, but Faz is the better defender, I would say. So it's a good little dynamic to have both options. Probably fair. Yep. Scotty McGee, how confident are you guys this week? Uh, Scotty says that personally he's feeling quietly confident. And do you think we need to change anything in our game plan? Bring on the GFA. Yeah, I'm confident. Yep. Not changing anything. Like we said before, again, I think just we stick to our game plan. Um, if, we, if we want to shithouse here in Kundu, if he ends up coming on off the bench, then so be it. To bring on uh, Farrell, if you want to do that again, because I think it's good mind games at the moment. But <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I think if he starts, I'm confident that McGarry can do a job against him. Or yeah. the way Storm's been playing, I'm confident that Storm, maybe with a bit of help, um, you know, can also do a job. Mm. So 
This sort of ties into Luke Maybe's question on uh, on Facebook as well. Uh, Luke says that he'd love to hear the panel's view on all the Aaron Gunda talk, um, i.e. should he start, will it make a difference, etc. It's a tough one because these these were the same conversations we were it's having with both the Kawhi brothers. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like – and then when they started, I don't think we saw as much. I think we did with Garang. I think we saw maybe more bit, with Garang yeah. than we did with Arlo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think Aaron Kunda's. I mean, he's not a he's not a sixty minute player. He's not a seventy minute player. No. He's a thirty minute player, really, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, they've got to be very careful at Adelaide because he's if he starts, he'll start and then he'll be gassed by yeah after half an hour. Mm. Shoot, so. off, shoot off all their power powder early and you know. I think, really Adelaide, I think for Adelaide thing? though, they they need to try something different. Don't I they? suppose, but you know, even if they got a goal. They must know that we're not going to just, you know, roll over. I mean, last oh, you saw that after two minutes last week. Mm, exactly, exactly right. So even if he does make that impact, then you'd almost think, wouldn't it be smarter uh, tactic to hold him and uh, try and keep um, level, and then mm. look to use him as an impact player as they have tried to? I just, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Luke. I, I don't feel like either of Qualls um, were as impactful. That, that Garang was close. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't know whether he would be and certainly wouldn't impact for long. So they'd want to be getting some good value out of that early minutes from him. Otherwise, you're kind of getting to halftime and they've spent their bullets. I don't think it'll make a difference regardless. I don't think the mind games that they're trying to buy into, I don't think we're going to buy into the mind games. Um, I think Monty's pretty good at keeping the noise quiet. Um, focusing the boys' attentions elsewhere, and um, you know, from from the conversations I've had as well, yeah, the guys don't—they're not fussed. Yeah, it's all about us this week. Exactly, it's our game, mm. and the boys will be really fired up to be at, back at home after what was it three or four away games in a row. Talking to talking to Faz and, and uh, Brian Kaltak, actually, um, they are buzzing. Mm. They are absolutely frothing. So they're, they're, they're training at the stadium Sorry. all this week. Um, and um, yeah, when I was talking to Faz earlier, um, I was like, you know, 17,000 sold. He goes, oh, this is going to be so mm. good. <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm overflowing with confidence, um, but I'm certainly not nervous about it. There's a bit of a you know calmness about mm. how I feel that we're preparing for this, the kind of process that we go through, the little, way Monty yeah. keeps control. Um, it, just one thing there that you touched on, the stadium, we're training there all week. That's something that has been almost impossible for the Mariners to get to happen in mm. recent – well, up until just recently. Uh, I think that's probably something that um, maybe the club, current club hierarchy is, has managed to get to happen. With venues live. Yeah, mm. and uh, so that's a real positive for us and uh, it, it makes it feel like a home for the boys. So It does. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, I'm – I'm not overconfident, but I'm quietly confident. I agree with quietly confident. That's that's how I feel. I'm a little bit anxious. I'm a little bit. I want it to be Saturday. Yeah, I want mm, it to be Saturday. True. I yeah. want to. This week has been dragging. I want to. I want to. I want it to be 9:45 p.m. on Saturday and just know what's happening. That's fair. <laughs> but even on Saturday down there, I was calm right up until I was in the stadium, mm. which was only about 10 minutes before the game, and then I was crapping myself then for the next 10 minutes. And then when the pen happened, after that I was kind of calm because the reality was we'd been dominating the game for the pathetically small amount of time the game had been going. They got one opportunity, they got their goal. After that we dominated the game again. So there was never any return or any of that nerves until, you know, I was worrying about why are we 14 minutes into injury time? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Stephen Bolger wants to know, is this team better than the 2012-13 grand final winning team? That's a tough one. Well, we have to to, to go all the way first. Big. um, I'm going to say not yet. 
Would you say the league's better on the whole now than it was 10 years ago? Not for me. You don't reckon? No. I'm going to say that back then there was more experience in the team. Um, There was uh, also youth in the team, Mm. but there was more experience in the team. And we had already done some things. We had already allegedly played in grand finals um, (laughs) with pretty much that team. We'd won a premiership with pretty much that team. Um, We might have been knocked out in a semi-final just mm-hmm. around that time as well. Mm-hmm. So so we'd sort of done some things. So I feel like these guys have still got a little bit of work to get to that. But Well, I mean, we've, we've made they... finals three years on the bounce now as well. Mm-hmm. True, but probably not quite the stature, I'm going to say. I mean, think about some of those players individually. Monty, uh, at, um, uh, before he, you know, became float in the corners. Um, <laughs> Swanee. Um, Hutch at his best. Stajowski. Matty Ryan had already... Oh, yeah, Stajowski. I feel like Look we... Green. I've Just a bit of a random side thought. I feel like we underappreciate having Sturge here. Oh, massively. Massively. Like Absolutely. I, I look back on that and I go, how fucking cool was it that Incredible he played for player. us? Mm. Some of the stuff And how important like a role he played and he won a bloody championship here. Yeah. Mm. And st- like, it was some of the stuff he did. There was a... I can't remember the circumstances or anything like that. I just remember the moment where he right-footed from the left wing across that we scored off and mm. it was like, wow, did he really just do that? <laughs> what about like, when he hit the bar on the grand final? I know. The, the lob <laughs> the just lob. hung in the air for at yeah. least three weeks. I'm still yeah. there watching it in my mind. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's hard to look back on now obviously because it's so long ago. Mm. But, I mean, football-wise, ignore results. The football that we're playing, do we, is that a more attractive brand than what we I played under we've scored Arnie? more goals. I'm going to say it is a more attractive brand now. I, I think it's more attractive. Yeah, I agree. I think Arnie was maybe more a little... A little more pragmatic than yeah. uh, than Monty. Yeah, like was, you can't argue that it got results, but was it as attractive? I mean, his, I his entire so. ethos was defense that. wins championships, yeah. right? And yeah. You know, fair, fair look at the play back to him. He did. Yeah, I already uh, mentioned Swanee. We had Josh Rose on the left. We had um, Sainsbury, Sainsbury standing next to Swanee, Pedge. and on the right Pedge we had Pedge. And say what you want about Pedge, but he was unreal that year. Mm. And uh, in front of him, we had other experienced players. Monty played five hundred games. I'm just pulling a number out of my backside because it's a thousand games um, in, in important places. So, yeah, we had a heap of experience guiding that youth that we had in the team. These guys, they're coming of their own age. If we can keep some of them together, then we may well be looking back in a couple of years and saying, well, they won that trophy and that trophy. And now they're every bit the stature of those guys. Well, I will say, I will say just based purely year by year that if we win, we win the grand final. And we beat what I will assume be Melbourne City. That it will be our best team ever. I'm going to say it's the best team we've had for the last ten years. When, you <laughs> <laughs> when, when you look at the dominance of Melbourne City, mm. if we were to do a job, oh, I think I that's, think that's, that's, a that's fair near, near impossible to argue that that team back then is not better. And with the youngest average age, is yeah, because they kind of yeah. are. If you think about their players across the park, they resemble who we were back then 10 years ago. They've got a lot yeah. of experience, a lot of socceroos in the team. Um, yeah. They've got goal-scoring machines in their team. Um, yeah, I think quality a fo- couple yeah. of quality foreigners as well. Yeah, yeah. You're on to something, Luke. Cameron Oxley, another Adelaide-related question. How is Isaias not sent off for a second bookable offence? Because it's Isaias. Because <laughs> he's a pain in the ass. Should have been. Should have been. Because he, he's that old. been the third when he got a yellow yeah. card for elbow and faz. Because he's old and he can't keep up, so he's got a foul. 
That's pretty much it. Look at all that protection from the referees, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. You sook. <laughs> um, also, how good is Maxi Ballard? Sensational. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, would you rather... You get three questions, Cam. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> hey, well played. Also, would you rather City or Sydney in the final? Who would I rather? I'll tell you who I'd rather. I'd rather City. City. I think I would rather City too, yeah. mm. weirdly. Mm. I think for a couple of factors, Sydney are a big game side. Sorry, Moz, I'll let you answer. Mm. Yeah, no, no, go on, go, yeah. on, go on. Sydney, Sydney, I think, are more of a big game side than, than City are. Um, but also the crowd factor, mm. being that it's going to be in Sydney. You know, City have got about 78 fans, I think, in total. <laughs> and uh, Four and, of them might make the trip. And, yeah, and Does at that least include four, pet memberships? And no? at least 14 of them are boycotting. So... <laughs> yeah. uh, 14 the age of the boycotters, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that they were good enough to beat them. And well, we, des- think, and we yeah. deserve the chance to do that. I, I, like, fa- I fancy I think we yeah. showed their vulnerability yeah, when I think we played we them at home recently. Mm. Yeah. And what a game that was, by the way. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think as as yeah, as yeah hectic as it was and, and as good as a team they are, yeah, weird, weirdly enough, I'm going to have to say City. Mm. Sydney mm. are in the age of mediocrity. We want to play against the best and beat them and we can. That's mm. my view, so go away, Sydney. <laughs> Pat Rossi wants to know our thoughts on soccer Twitter's abandoning the finals uh, against the excitement and the number of tickets sold for our game on Saturday. Mm. It's a big can of worms. Mm. Big can of worms. Do we want to open it? Um, I will very briefly say I'm in full support of anyone who has boycotted. I am directly against the Cove's backflip on the boycott. Yeah. Um, if yeah, you're but gonna, the Zoom if you're call, gonna, Pete. If the you, Zoom call. Fuck them, honestly. <laughs> fuck them and everything about them. Um, um, if you're going to say you're going to do something, stick to it. Um, and um, yeah, the way the APL have shown their utter disregard and contempt for the entire fan base of the A-League this season, you know, anyone who's decided to actively boycott or fallen out of love with Australian football as a result of that, can't blame them. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, similar opinion. Um, mm-hmm. I actually think a full final series and an empty grand final sends a good message. So I, I don't 100% agree with some of the other groups that have want or have announced that they've boycotted all finals, but then, yeah, sort of like you said, Sydney are backflipped and it's just all a bit all over the shop at the moment. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'll I'll be honest. If we make the grand final, I won't be there. Um, I'm not playing any part in his complete clown show of a grand final decision. Won't do it. Um, like I said, we've we've earned the right to be at home this weekend. We've earned the right to finish where we have 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 the home and away leg. I have no issues with that. I'll be there this weekend. And some people might think it's weird because all the money goes to APL. It's all the same shit. Whatever. It's the grand final is what I have the issue with. Mm. Not playing any part in that complete poor shit of a decision. The grand final was a straw that broke the camel's back for me, honestly. And yeah. you know, the three hour fucking Zoom call that I sat in with Danny Townsend that I've spoken about in the past, you can't everything that comes out of his mouth is just complete horseshit. Yeah. So it's rubbish. It's rubbish. I'll be watching, obviously, I'll be at CCS. I hope they open it up and mm. do some sort of a big screen thing. Mm. I'll be there waiting for all the boys to come back and celebrate a win over Melbourne City like we just spoke about. But, yeah, if I've no issues with if anyone wants to go to the grand final, whatever, if you want to boycott, whatever, I'm not going to sit here and tell people how to do what they do. Yeah, but that's my two cents on it. 
strongly support that view that that people should uh, make their own decision about that but um, don't blame anybody who boycotts um, because for me it is what you said Pete is a culmination of things yes the grand final decision is the um, straw that broke the camel's back but we spend 30 million dollars on an app that is barely functional um, and maybe has improved slightly but slightly is being generous we have a coverer that is destroying our game that apparently is we're willing to allow them to get away with absolutely no improvements um, arguably they're getting worse um, so the running of the game in general aside from the grand final debacle is ludicrous and hopeless and so yeah there's a lot of reasons why people should be able to make their own decision and if they want to boycott then then fair play to them for that because yeah there's so many reasons why the game has been brought to a place that is kind of sad in many ways and people ha- have fallen out of love with the game on the other hand, I think that you know people like us deserve to enjoy the moment of our team, and so if, so if people want to do that, then that's I'm fine with that as well. So, but yeah, the Sydney backflip flip thing is that's just absurd. And if you're going to make I mean, a call, you got to stick. But with it's it. also exactly. the way they came out and said, "Oh, you know, we've been single-handedly fighting and carrying all the fan groups on our back and everything like that." I'm in a group chat with all the other fan groups except Vark. Uh, and I just went, yeah, cheers, guys. What the fuck are you talking about? Honestly. And the way they did it with the city active, mm. it's like, okay, cool. You guys go and pair up and meet and leave but everyone the, out. Yeah, the, the city guess, active is still boycotting, but then there's an element of their fans that have come out and said that they're not. And it's all a mess. Is think, the entire city active in that message group? Uh, not not the little <laughs> splinter group that's recently there's formed a splinter with group. the 12s. Yeah, there's more active groups than there is fans. Can't, can't believe they have enough fans for a splinter. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm Crazy. conflicted on the grand final. I feel like I should boycott since I was very strongly against the decision, as we all sh- probably should be. But then on the other hand, I want to enjoy us being in a grand final because it doesn't happen every year. So I'm conflicted, but yes, that's I'm just, a bit again, of how dare they take it away from us, you know? Yeah. It's sort of... It's, yeah, it is completely. And I know there's fans that, that look back at 2008 and go, I know, well, that's, none that's of the other fan groups come up. sort of stood with us when we had the grand final taken away, but it's not about that. It's a and totally different sort of, time. It is it's not even apples and pears or apples and oranges there. Yeah. It's so far separate from that because it's it's a whole league thing, mm. right? It's every single – anyway, it's – we could talk about it for yeah. an hour. <laughs> it was very different. It was very yeah. different. It wasn't even the fact that we weren't getting the grand final, to be honest. It mm. was more about the fact that they let us believe that. Mm. It wasn't so much that it didn't happen. It mm. was that they let us believe that it might happen right up until the time and then effectively took it away. So that was different, a lot different. But also, you know, the decision this year with Townsend saying, oh, it's not because of finances, but then in the meeting that we had with him, he said, oh, look, it's definitely because of finances, we're bleeding money. And then he's come back out and said, oh, it's not because of finances, we're using that money to get Bayern Munich over. And they spent the money elsewhere and they went back to Destination New South Wales and said, hey, can we have eight more million, please, for Bayern Munich? Nuts. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay, that's, I'm done. I'm moving on. Yeah, let's <laughs> move on. Keenan Jensen with an expected crowd of 15,000 plus this weekend. How does a club go about getting more memberships next year? Endlessly spam everyone with emails. (laughs) (laughs) 20 Facebook posts a day. Take every one of those people's details. Demand their mobile number as they enter the stadium. I don't know, but definitely we need to capitalise on it this time. Don't believe we did capitalise on it as well as we could when we were in uh, the position to previously. So... Let's make sure we do. Capture that data, baby. 
I like this one from Robbie McKenna. Hey, lads, how did the preseason predictions work out for the panel? <laughs> Boise, uh, I'm so glad I kept receipts on this one. Um, so, Boise, let's start with you. Do you remember what yours were? I have not looked at these and I'm keen to hear what you're about Alrighty. to tell me. I have no idea. Your top six were, and in no particular order, you did say in fairness, uh, Western United, Ooh. Uh, City, yep. Vuck, ah. Us, yes. Adelaide, yes. MacArthur. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, half? I get three? Uh, at the table. Yeah, city, city, us and Adelaide. So you got three out of six. Ouch, that's... Mm, yeah, yeah, MacArthur. You were, you were sort of teetering between Sydney and MacArthur, um, mm. but you brought MacArthur in because you um, uh, don't like Sydney. <laughs> what a shit decision that was. <laughs> okay. Uh, who do you think the champions were? Uh, surely I said City. You said Vuck. No. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Uh, who do you think your premiers were? Please tell me I said City. <laughs> MacArthur. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no way. have the table upside down. Upside no down. way. Yep, dead set. Uh, Are who, you sure you – I want – man, I need the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't All listen right, to them. What? They say oh, you need to get I your head on. release these tapes. I might even incorporate them as part of this Release episode. the tapes. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Uh, champions victory. Premiers. MacArthur. <laughs> uh, wooden spoon. Oh, this will be interesting. Mm. Jets. Brisbane. Oh. Mm. Uh, golden boot. Had to be McLaren. There's you said. No <laughs> actually said not McLaren. <laughs> <laughs> Was that my answer? Yes. That's how much I disdain him. Not Jamie McLaren, and then you came back a few seconds later and said uh, Jason Cummings. Um, first coach sacked. Corica. Yes. Was it? Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, and it also it, it was it obviously wasn't. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and breakout star or player to watch. Now we did talk about this one earlier, and then I had to think about who did I pick, and then I think I remembered, and then I spent half the season shitting on him because of how bad he was. <laughs> Was it Piscopo? It was Piscopo. Shit. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so I've uh, got to say those predictions are not good. Worked out well. Um, not good. Love this. Love this. Not good. I did say in that episode as well, these are the predictions that will put Nostradamus to shame. So, mm. yeah. Um, interesting. Yep. Yeah, good stuff. Um, how your top six were? Western, Vark City, Mariners, Adelaide and Wanderers. So four out of six. I got four out of six. I'll take that. Um, I think we all had Western in the top six as well, being that they were champions last year. Yeah, I mean, that's common sense. Yeah, And their squad yeah. really didn't change much at all, did it? Well, I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. Um, champions, you have Melbourne City as well as Premiers. It's still oh, on. Good shout. Still on. Good shout. Yeah, maybe. Well, that's that's pretty, pretty, not, pretty, easy, pretty easy pick. Yeah. Um, Spoon, you said Brisbane or Perth. Golden Boot, you said Dog. First coach sacked, uh, you said Warren Moon. And breakout star or player to watch. Michael Roos or Piscopo or Cavallo? <laughs> oh, they're all bad. They're all bad. Roos? <laughs> Who even and are they? <laughs> Piscopo and Cavallo was injured the whole I season. I think Cavallo... I mean, yeah, Cavallo he's... might arguably be the worst of the three. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, like the last season, he finished the season really well. But then, what was it, like round one or two, he got injured for the whole season. Like, oh. <laughs> Jesus. Jeez. Betting ticket. <laughs> Not great, yeah. but... Yeah. I mean, you got the coach sack. Yeah. Yeah. Got the coach sack. Nailed got that the one. premiers. Yeah, four out of six with top Hopefully six. Hopefully, right. got the champions wrong. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Moz, your top six: Adelaide, 
the three Melbourne teams, Mariners and MacArthur, in no particular order. It's a bit poo. It's three out of three. Three, three out of six. Three and three. Three out, three in. Three. Yeah, yeah, right. Yep, yep, That's yep. with Luke. Uh, champions, you also had Melbourne Victory. Yuck. Ooh, Yuck. The least, least I'm with you on that one. Uh, Premiers, you did have Melbourne City. Yeah. Not MacArthur. <laughs> no. <laughs> Crikey. <laughs> no way I was That's picking bad. the Rams. Crikey. I love that. Can you, can you pick well. them every season? Pub team. <laughs> pub team confirmed. Um, wooden also, spoon. sorry, just how vindicated is buddy Dwight York right now? <laughs> <laughs> just went, you're a fucking pub team and left. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. So Makes you feel for Sturge, but anyway. That's yeah. It. Yeah, that's, that's no, the only that's problem now. That's thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I can't. Why is And then they've re-signed him. Uh, come on. Mm. Um, Wooden Spoon, you had Perth. Yeah, that was Ruben, I was thinking. Mm. Mm. I mean, it's not the worst call. No, but it wasn't that close. Really. It came down to the wire, just about. Did, true, yeah, true. Yeah, true. Yeah, it was close. Um, Golden Boot, you had the cum dog. Just loved him too much. Mm. Um, Again, still off. not a bad shout for... No. Is he second? Yeah. 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 Close. First coach sacked, you also got right with Warren Moon. Yeah. And breakout star slash player to watch. I loved your first pick here, Tulio. It's pretty Very, good. It's come Nailed. Good. Yeah. Nailed it. Keep as going. A, as a lock. You also had Sammy Silvera who, uh, you know, he's come good. Yeah. He had a little part where, and he was he was struggling with a bit of a niggling injury there as well, um, which is, you know, he's, he's gone and seen a specialist and got his body right now um, and is looking good. Yeah. But remember when he was wearing that baby poo shirt up the road. It was horrible. <laughs> It was pretty good Horrible. up there the other week, though. True, exactly. <laughs> Wearing the right shirt this time, on fire. I had a top six of Mariners, City, Melbourne Victory, Western United, Wellington and Adelaide, um, purely because I didn't want Sydney or Wanderers in there as well. Uh, four? Four was four not bad. Six. Four out of six. Yep. Especially since you didn't want Sydney or Wanderers in there, so you eliminated two. <laughs> two. <laughs> That's not bad. Not bad. No, I mean, I was never taking Western United or Victory out of there because I thought Victory had a f- really good squad and Western United were last year's champions. I know, you look at me like that now. No, I'm, I'm looking at you <laughs> and thinking the same thing because, I mean, was it last year when we lost the cup to them and they were good? Yeah. And yeah. then and all of a sudden they're them. Popovich second season syndrome. Popovich. Mm. Uh, champions have your Central Coast Mariners. Still on. Come on, baby. <laughs> uh, premiers, I had City. Uh, got it. Um, spoon, I had Perth. I had Perth for the spoon. No wonder you're backing me. There you go. Yeah, right. Um, Golden Boot, I had the cum dog as well. First coach sacked. I had Warren Moon closely followed by Ruben. So, yeah, half right. I guess. You only added Ruben in there because you didn't want to fight Warren Moon. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did or I didn't want to fight I Warren I didn't Moon. think you wanted to fight him. No, I said, I said it. Oh, you wanted to fight him? Yeah. Oh, no. I, like, I'd be happy to if it came down to it. I, I could the definitely most be winnable. in a fight. Yes, yeah, the most winnable yeah, yeah. would be a fight against Warren Moon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and breakout star or player to watch, I had a young starlet by the name of Danny Vukovic. <laughs> Mate, has broken out. It's probably come all right, though. <laughs> yeah, it's probably 100%. come all right. I, I, I said it tongue-in-cheek because I actually had a young player in mind at the time and I don't remember who it was. I'd have to go back through the tapes, I guess. But, um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, Vuka just worked out. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I'd say our predictions are about 50-50. They're not great, but we got some. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. What about if we stick to CCM? Good predictions from us. 
Yeah, we all predicted us in the final, did we? Finals, did yep. we? We did. Yep. Some yeah. one of us predicted Michael Roos as the breakout star. Yeah, <laughs> not so good. I mean, Wanderers away. I was right for one game. One game out of twenty-four. A lot of Cummings golden boots in there, so didn't get there, but close. We weren't, we weren't close. far off. We weren't far off. And one of one of us actually had Mariners as the uh, eventual grand final winners. So still on. Still there. Happening. Fuck! I just got nervous. <laughs> There's a lot riding on it now because I predicted it, right? Um, ben Jones wants to know, <laughs> love this, um, who would win in a fight between Marvin and Bruce Jitte? Marvin. <laughs> yeah. I think it answers itself really. I don't know. I wouldn't want to mess with Bruce one-on-one. That's, that's too intellectual. Neither would I, but Marvin, it's a unit. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin would take Just anyone. call him a piss in and you get really angry. <laughs> But aren't they two intellectuals, you know? Yeah. Bruce well, is very intellectual and surely Marvin is. Marvin, Marvin a um, Viking of many talents, of course. Seen him on the drums last week. Hmm. Seen, I've got, seen him holding flares. Dude's, dude's got, got groove. He's got a lot. Yeah. Dude's got groove. Yeah. Um, Blake Hepworth. The team went on a bit of a bad run, but now it's all turned around. The NPL side is also now on a really good run as well. Did something change behind the scenes to turn it all around? Yes, it was all Wilkshire's fault. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Yeah. No, well, I mean, that's, yeah, the obvious one. Um, But in terms of the first team, I mean, I don't think so. I think think sort of like Monty said last week, we've probably got high expectations of a young, relatively inexperienced squad now. And we went, we, you know, when you look at the results, we did admittedly go through a bit of a rough patch and I think our, our performances weren't great. But I think that just comes down to Monty and Serge and how they've managed it and mm. also also people like Simo and those sorts of guys, you know, behind the scenes to kind of pull them out of a bit of a slump, I guess. Um, but, yeah, for the first team, I don't think anything really changed behind closed doors that much. But for the MPL, um, yeah, so whether it's a coincidence or there's more to it, I don't know. I think there's no coincidence that the upturn in form has obviously been brought about by, you know, the introduction of a Bassard yeah. into the into the ranks there. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, you know, everything we're hearing about him is that all the boys love him, like we said before. And yeah. so um yeah, a clear turnaround for the academy is good because we are, we not only want but we need a strong academy. I mean so. in terms of the first grade side, the A League side as well, um, you'd rather have that that little blip when we had it right yeah. you know back in back in january where performances we were still grinding out the odd result here and there we dropped a couple of points here and there as well though you know years gone by we've we've had that blip at the end of the season mm. where the players have sort of maybe not tapered off but they're a bit more fatigued and everything i think they've got maybe they've got the training loads you know sort of tapering differently this season as compared to what they have for the last few years or i, I don't know but um, yeah, certainly peaking at the right time. This year we've seen other teams do that. Adelaide fall into that category. Yeah, they, Wellington They were on as well. a massive run mm. and then sort of fell over and uh, Wellington, yeah. Um, Sydney have sort of turned it around, but you, you, you can't really say that because they just got good in one game and maybe that was at Western Sydney or crap. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Are they five or six unbeaten now on a, on the, on a well, row? I suppose I'll credit them with getting better, but yeah, don't want to credit Corica with anything. No, I'm not crediting him with shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney got lucky with LaFondra getting fit, though. True. Because he was out for a little bit. That has helped, I suppose. Uh, Eggy says, how good's being good? Oh, yeah, Good. Egg. <laughs> good. We like it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Eggy was all over the socials. 
He was. He was. Very deservedly, deservedly so. The, uh, yeah. the chest tattoo was uh, red, as it should be. There was a lot of talk about whether that tattoo was it fresh. Looked, it, people they asked don't know. if it was a fresh tattoo. They don't know, Eggy. <laughs> Never seen him in person, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Over to Instagram, where not Aaron wants to know, if we do go through on Saturday, how important would a clean sheet be, uh, just in terms of added confidence? Yeah, very. Yep. Clean sheets are always good. Yeah. I think it'll help. I don't think it's vital, but no. I, I think, yeah. I'd, t- I'd take a one-all draw. Yeah. Fuck, I'd take a three-all draw. Hmm. Yeah. We don't want any of those sort of consolation goals like we had against Adelaide a couple of weeks ago. That That's annoying that's, when yeah. that happens. It, um, it's annoying. I just it's like just it. a little switch off and that's what we don't want to see. But um, And Danny is also one clean sheet away from tying or going in front for most. One with tying, I think. Most oh, clean ooh. sheets with uh, Liam ready. drinks on a flight ready. Oh, so if we get two clean sheets in these next two games, it's all good. It's two wins too. And it's also <laughs> also one thing we should point out, oh, it's Niz's 100th game on the weekend. Wow. Maxie actually just played his 50th, 50th at mm. the weekend as well. So mm. there you go. It's all happening. Um, and Adam Thompson, again, he's covering all the socials today. Um, what is the plan for TIFO or active support at the game? Anything special planned? Uh, get to basic scene, drink beers, yell loud. There's and a march at Kibble Park. Yeah, Profit. March leaving Kibble Park at 7pm. There'll be uh, plenty of colour in the bay as well. So get down there. There's only a few tickets left. Uh, the bay is 90% sold already, I believe. So um, Don't miss out. Yeah, like FOMO if you miss out, like yeah. big time. Um, even if you only get a Navy ticket, come across to the bay. <laughs> what about if you've got a gold ticket? Can come, you come across. The, come across to the bay. Okay. Come and get cosy. I'll see you there. <laughs> Uh, over to the ccmfans.net forum, uh, Corsair says, or asks, I should say, what's the most that you think an average punter would pay for a grand final ticket? Well, good question, but I have seen people blowing up about the city uh, home end <laughs> yeah. prices for this weekend. or something? Like 47 a 40, ticket. $47 a ticket, yeah. Just ridiculous. Whereas the away support end is only $37. Mm. And I think a family... For our game is like 55 or something. Yeah. It's, it, the price is so varied. It's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, it's the APL. They're going to try and charge through the roof. I think we know that. But well, how much How much would the average punter pay? I mean... 20 is plenty. I like it, but you're <laughs> it won't. It won't, it won't. No yeah, chance. Yeah, yeah, no. I think... I think I don't know. I think somewhere around the mid 30s is a good price for an adult ticket to for, a grand final. For your sort of standard standard seat. Bronze, silvery yeah. seat. Yeah. yeah, I'm probably dreaming, but that's what I think is good in the current climate and the current economy. Yeah, well, I mean, you think about the cost of living and a lot of families are under pressure. You know, interest mm. rates going up as well. It's not cheap and, you know, sport is going to be – Mick Komet's spoken about it a few times. Sport is going to be one of the first things that falls away as well. Mm. So It's an added yeah. extra. It's not a – Necessity. It's a luxury. Yeah. yeah. How much do you reckon we paid back in 2013 in the end? Oh, I'm pretty love, sure I know. I'd love to know how much I paid. I reckon. 40, I, I reckon it's more than that. I reckon it was 55 bucks. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I remember. It oh, I fucking don't remember. <laughs> so I won't be surprised if it's that or more. I wish I still had my ticket. I probably do. I reckon I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's probably why I know. I can picture it. <laughs> the too. old, the old ticket tech. 
tickets with like the yellowish, probably, yeah, it's now faded only, into like yeah, white. Yeah, mine's fa- I can actually picture it. It's faded as hell, but I can still see the Isuzu, uh, not Isuzu, um, <laughs> Hyundai A League. Get your cars um, right. <laughs> how, how weird is the change, though, in that time? Because uh, I actually rode off a car in a hurry to get to buy Mariners tickets um, for uh, in my own driveway um, to, to buy Mariners tickets at, for a final back around that time. Because there was no buying them online, I don't yeah, even know what we did online. The ticket agency, um, yeah. I had to go and line up in at the Leagsy. So I was on my way there, right off the car. Someone else got me the tickets, but um, the car was a write-off. Um, now, just going to sit with my feet on the table and uh, get hope that I... your internet connection doesn't drop out. <laughs> well, I've got 4G, I've got Wi-Fi, or walk up the road and get some 5G. Come on, <laughs> there's going to be something. I yeah, actually, I remember buying my ticket. Oh no, I think the Yellow Army bought, bought a whole block of tickets for that one there. That sounds something familiar. else. I remember getting my ticket from the uh, the old Ticketek outlet above Hoyts in Chatswood back in the day. Yeah. So you reckon we paid fifty five? That's so what with I inflation, I we're probably going to be about one hundred and ten a ticket. I hope not. Oh, or double. <laughs> if they, I, I feel like if it's fifty bucks, that 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 that's not horrendous for a grand final. I think I think it'll be. Le- I honestly think it'll be a little bit less in the active areas. I hope so. Yeah. I think we'll probably be looking at around the $40 mark. But pure speculation, wait, see. We've got to get there first. Got to get there first. Mini in Bay 6. I see they have some food trucks uh, at the game. What food truck option would you want at every game? Big, dirty burgers. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yep. It's a really a, good one actually called Neon Burgers. They, they're good. Mm-hmm. They're good. I'm a sucker for churros, so I'd say a churros. Damn it, you read my mind. I was yeah. going to say churros. Souvlaki. Um, burgers at um, a concert I went to recently. Just too good. Mm, Chavapi. Yeah, that'd be good. Chavapi, 100%. Mm. <laughs> uh, Spax wants to know if we still have links with Sheffield United or uh, Balls and FC in Malta. Not sure about Sheffield, actually. I Sheffield, mean, no idea. Balls in would do. Yeah, well, Anton Tagliaferro, of course, um, co-chairman. Um, yeah. How can we not have links to Sheffield United? We've got well, one of their favourite sons coaching out exactly, yeah, We yeah, have to have some that's kind probably of the only link that we've got there. But, um, Possibly. Yeah. But, but I imagine it was not the same link, you know, what Kevin McKay back then, etc. There was a real link. But, uh, but we still have some link. Yeah. Um, Melange wants to know... Thoughts on whether the FFA um, or the APL would contribute marquee money to get the Cundingo here? Not a chance. No. Nah. Not a chance. Unfortunately, I'd love to see it happen, but it won't. Not for little old us. Yeah, no. Also, he's not Usain Bolt or you know, <laughs> someone like that. So. I mean, if they couldn't do it for Alessandro Diamante, there's no chance they'd do it for Cundingo. Yeah, no. 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 I mean, Although maybe he has the required amount of Instagram followers now. So, <laughs> you know, maybe. You never Was know. it Instagram or Twitter? One of them. Yeah. Either or. Mm. Both. Rising Sun, uh, notwithstanding that the APL have replaced the Festival of Football with a Festival of Incompetence, uh, what would you like to see as part of an actual Festival of Football centred around Grand Final Week or Weekend? I would like to see the game in the city where the team earned it. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> and. And End discussion. End section. Yep. <laughs> With some Chavapi food trucks. <laughs> yeah. If you want to add stuff to that, then add um, other parts of our games that we want to grow, like the women's grand final mm. um, or the youth grand final or well, both. That's, that's, that's the thing as well. Wasn't wasn't the Festival of Football um, also have, supposed to have the women's grand final in that same week as well? Don't I mean, know. It I switched sh- off when I realised what was going on. It should, yeah. in theory. And that was, what, three weeks ago? Two weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. 
And we're still two, three weeks away from the grand final. <laughs> two and a half weeks. Mm. Mm. Great job, Danny. Just such a good bloke. Danny oh. lied, really? Mm. Doing their best to disconnect us. Mm. Mm. Um, anyway. <laughs> Something on the harbour like other codes do, like the, the press conference on the Sydney Harbour and like maybe like a little festival. On ah, the no, Gosford like Waterfront. Gosford Waterfront? <laughs> just out the, uh, at the front of the building with the Gossy Good Times uh, logo <laughs> on it there. Um, and uh, Mariner Mick on the ccmfans.net forum asks, for someone like myself who hasn't done an Adelaide trip in a while, please tell us all about the post-game shenanigans in what is the best away trip on the calendar. This ties in with what uh, Tony Sackman asked as well. How many espresso martinis did Aaron have after the game in Adelaide at the weekend? Uh, I can answer that. It was 17 <laughs> espresso martinis. <laughs> Maybe not, but some espresso martini was drunk um, along with 40,000 beers. 40,000 beers. Um, <laughs> I was impressed with um, Adelaide though as a, a, as a Saturday a, night. Such a good circuit on a Saturday up and down Hindley in Adelaide. It if is we, absolutely brilliant. If we're going to choose a place to have some kind of festival, it wouldn't be Sydney because we've thrown entertainment out the window. <laughs> Hindley Street at midnight um, on Saturday night. <laughs> goes was, off. It was, is chaos. Mate, it was it's like chaos. for the old people who maybe can recognise this, this was this was the cross in the early 90s. <laughs> it was just wall to wall Well chaos. familiar with the cross in the 90s, are you? Horses and police. <laughs> Allegedly, I've, <laughs> I read about it or something or may have been there. But um, either way, it was a fantastic atmosphere after the game. Mm. Um, shenanigans. Mm. Hmm. And we, we didn't even see half of it, right? Because we, no. we were just on the side of the street with the Rosemont and the Woolshed and a couple of other places up and down there. Across the road, you've got like Crazy Horse and Dog and Duck and, you know, places, you know, you get to see Shannon Noel getting in fights with bouncers. <laughs> yeah. We were trying to stay... Don't you know who I am? <laughs> we were trying to stay out of some of that stuff, yeah. to be fair. Um, but, but yeah, no, there was it was definitely shenanigans afterwards and... The police on the horses were necessary and um, the bloke who hit another bloke over the head with a stool in the street was, should, have, should have been arrested. Um, no, I think they just said, don't do it again. And let yeah. it the Mariners, why, why did you do that, Moz? It's, it's loose there, right? Like, it's like RSA laws don't exist. It's... Yeah, it's the land that time forgot. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm convinced there is no rules in that entire street. No, no, no there were no rules that the, night. One of the first Adelaide away trips I did with um, uh, good friend Derek Kerr, um, and <laughs> friend, was, friend of the show. He was um, <laughs> he was up on the uh, the the ta- tabletops at the Rosemont, dancing and singing and causing a scene, and the bartenders just go ah oh, whatever. There was another trip I did with um, with Eggy, and we were at the Rosemont as well. Shock horror, um, and he did two tequila suicide. And the bartenders actually helped him out. They they <laughs> racked up the lines of salt for him, and they they squeezed a lemon into his eye for him as well. Jesus and then they Christ. got him over the bar top to w- rinse his eye out when he was like, "Oh, my eye's a bit red." <laughs> <laughs> you know, the dog and duck, you're dancing literally on the bar tops, and they're pouring shots into your mouth and stuff. It's it's a good trip. <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird country town, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's it's kind, it, kind of, it does have that yeah. sort of hybrid sort of country town slash capital city vibe, doesn't it? Does. It? Yeah. Yeah, it it's does. It's like the kind of place where you'd walk into a target country. Um, but, <laughs> 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 but they also have decent public transport. So. <laughs> There's also a blockbuster, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> or a sanity. Oh, my God. Imagine. Yeah. So I guess it still is the early 90s. Um, so, yeah. yeah, 100%. So, um, Pete, uh, you're not getting away with it. What time is your flight? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
So scheduled departure was six. Yes. Um, so boarding at 20 to six. Why do you ask? <laughs> and what time was the last transaction on your I, bank statement? It got home in time for the flight. Um, so according to my Uber app, um, so ordered an Uber to Korea Soju Bar at 2.35 a.m. Um, and then... Okay, wait. So you ordered an Uber to another bar <laughs> at 2.35 a.m. <laughs> With uh, a 6 a.m. departure. And then uh, the Uber back to the... Uh, thankfully, I was staying at the airport hotel at 3.09 a.m. With a kebab and a um, thing of hot chips in hand. I remember that. I was not with him. That, I'm just saying. Sounds like the dream with the uh, kebab and the hot chips in the hand. The kebab was honking. It was I wish so I had the really? kebabs Yeah, now. Yeah, I, I, I remember how, being extremely disappointed. It was actually a shawarma, uh, which is why I think I was disappointed. I don't actually like shawarma that much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the more you know Food would have been good I wanted the pizza in Fight Central there Yeah, like, yeah. The pizza, They do a decent little pizza in there yeah, that, slice, yeah. yeah Um. So yeah Was not exactly a well man uh, Waking up after you know An hour and a half Two hours sleep sort of thing um, To jump on the flight um, I was out like a light as soon as mm. we were in the air. And yep. um, yeah, <laughs> next thing I remember opening my eyes was just before the wheels touched down in Sydney and I just saw the ground coming up at me very quickly and <laughs> uh, freaked out a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, no, just um, had a decent little snooze when I got home as well and then uh, straight off, yeah, back to work with the MPL. Well-earned victory celebrations is what I'm hearing. Oh, it's good fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just you wait and see what happens after the G5. <laughs> <laughs> I was nowhere near that bad. I was the old – I I had 11.30 flight, which was a much smarter <laughs> much smarter move. Mm. Made it a lot more easily. Thankfully, bacon and eggs saved me at about 9 o'clock. Oh. And my transactions, they were way more sensible than his. I was hiring a scooter at 2 o'clock. <laughs> that was my last transaction. After 37 beers, you just thought it would be a good idea to ride a scooter. I remember it clearly. The first scooter was not agreeable. <laughs> I gave up on that one, but, but I didn't fall off it and I did get home. So I reckon that's victory. Fair. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so tour of duty next season, hundred percent Adelaide. Oh yeah, Adelaide yeah. away, baby. It it's is a great uh, place. Got to make it a, definitely a Saturday night though. What's it like on Friday night? Anyone? Yeah, decent, decent. Probably not quite as big on a Friday night, but still decent. Yeah, okay. Mm. Mm. I'd be okay with less, you know, public um, pugilism in the street. But <laughs> 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 Literally walking along with shout out to Mark again, and uh, guy, two guys a meter in front of us just start punching on, and we're like, okay, we're ninety degrees that way now. Goodbye. Yeah, and um, Aggie and I are looking back, going, wasn't that where Moz was? <laughs> <laughs> we escaped momentarily. Moz is punching on again. God damn it. Dad! <laughs> no, we were away. I won my last fight by 50 metres. <laughs> You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Wow! Are you kidding me? Looking ahead to this weekend, it is a huge one uh, at Industry Group Stadium. Of course, leg two, uh, the second half of the semi-final uh, against uh, against the Reds. The third time we played them in uh, the last three, four weeks. Beautiful. We're gonna do it. It's happening. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Just talking about it has sort of given me just a little bit of a little bit more anxiety, a little bit more nerves, a little bit of the heebie-jeebies. I just I just want it to be Saturday, like right now. Yeah. I'm still confident though. Like, I, there's there's no way I won't be nervous before kickoff. But I'm still confident. Mm. Um, 
yeah, I, I just think as, you know, I think we've sort of said it a few times over the last month, given how many times we've actually played them, but as good as they have been this season, we just have something over them. We just, whatever it is, our game plan stacks up well against their game plan. And I think, I'm with you, Pete, I think they're going to have to try something drastic like starting near Kunder or, or, you know, sort of mix a few things up to get something out of this weekend. The, the, I mean, they are the kind of team that we play well against because they like to come out and play. Mm. You know, we've seen that with um, teams like MacArthur who have a lot of rotation throughout um, the middle of the park there in their front third. Um, teams that come out and play like yeah, Adelaide's, um, they don't sort of sit back and defend in their two defensive blocks and make it difficult for us to break down because we play with that freedom and that verticality. Monty loves getting full. We've said um, earlier in the show that we do have a, a really attractive brand of football this year and that 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 all stems from the um the directness i suppose that we play with i feel like we've matched that though with our defense now and uh while they do have dangerous players in the front end and they you know maybe they can uh get something um i just can't i just cannot see how they can stop us we've just got too much firepower there's Mm. just too much versatility there too much um you know too much tulio too much benny too much Come dingo, too much Sammy Silvera, mm. um, and behind that we've got a defence that um, has kept them to a piddling number of goals over a number of occasions. Now they're here, but just it's it's more of the same from what mm. I can see. I just can't see how they can stop us. Yeah, I mean Storm Roos two and zero against uh, Goodwin uh, now, and um, you know no Ibasuki this weekend. It looks like no Ansel as well potentially. I mean they do still have Popovich um, and and Lockie Bar, uh, Lockie Bar as well. Who I'm surprised um, he didn't start at the weekend, did he? No, and no. Ansel started the game before too mm. for Adelaide, and I think it was his third start for the season where Lockie Bar's been pretty consistently playing. And so I wouldn't be surprised to see Lockie Bar come back in probably. Yeah. And that's the thing, but for for the players that are coming in, I just don't think they have much depth either mm. and isn't like, that them trying something like you said that like, they have to try something well that is that has been them trying something and it, it just hasn't worked <laughs> yeah no i i think if if and i assume they will if they start with this if they start with this ace in the in the midfield again mm. it's over <laughs> we'll win that's my that's my call and you have to expect blackwood is the ibizuki replacement up front yeah which yeah. doesn't concern me. Mm. I don't care if Ibasuki plays, though, to be perfectly honest, because I thought pretty much Giannis owned him, except for he had a brilliant moment when he deflected the ball onto Brian Kautak's hand. Other than I, that, I didn't I, see I, a lot. I, I don't I think there's any chance he plays. He's, I think no. he's torn, torn, torn his calf. Torn his calf. I think well, he's done, done, no yeah. Chance. I mean, yeah, the, it's, it's, it's an obvious one, but the only real X factor it, it will be Craig Goodwin. Yeah. Well, how we nullify him... That's we're pretty good. much been Adelaide this well, season, hasn't it? Yeah. Good we nullify him and then we dominate the midfield. But I mean, and Clough, then we're fine. Clough's been good for them as well, but I think he picked up a knock as well last weekend, so yeah. not certain whether he'll be playing. I think he's been a bit on and off for him. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. He's, oh, he's, when he's on, he's on, though. Take yeah. nothing away from him. I've been saying he's the best player in the A-League for a long time, but he's, he's zero, zero and one penalty that Vukas was close to getting to. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Um, good one. And I just, yeah... I, Maybe he's got. The, it exists. The possibility exists, but I just feel like even if it happened as it did on the weekend, then they're not stopping us. Mm. First goal's vital. If we score the fir- if we score first, I think it's. If over. We score first. That'll be that'll be huge for us. Yeah, I do think yeah. you're right. Huge, huge for us mentally, but it will also I think kill them mentally. It will kill them mentally because I think they're. Relatively weak. Well, they're, they're, I mean, they instantly have to come out and chase the game as well. Mm. You know, mentally they may fall apart, um, but it's going to open up holes for us, and we 
we are slick in transition. Mm. Yep. I don't think we're gone if we don't score first. That no, We've no. shown that already. Um, they're not stopping Tulio and they're not stopping the other boys, you know. No, I mean, Tulio can score from anywhere. He didn't score in this last weekend. That tells me he's scoring this weekend. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, fellas, score predict. Uh, uh, fuck. Score predictions. T- two nil. Us. Three nil us. Two nil us. One all. That gets us through. Get it done, mate. I'm, I'll be okay <laughs> with that. Get it done. I'll be fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> on the night, I'll probably be a, lit, a little bit sick. Depending on when those two ones go oh, in. Oh, I'm going to yeah. be, I'm going to be fucking pacing. I'm going to be pacing <laughs> up and down. Hey, I might actually um, come over to Bay 16 and just bring a roving mic and yeah, do it. You should yeah. do it. Well, hopefully there'll be about seventeen thousand other people to support us when we're nervous. Mm. Eighteen thousand, anyone? Yeah, I 18. think yeah, easily yeah. eighteen. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, speaking of which, as we said, only about four thousand tickets left. Base sixteen is very nearly sold out. If you haven't got your ticket, what the hell are you doing? Hurry up, buy one. Um, it's going to be absolutely huge. Um, it's been two hours since we said that. We've probably sold another thousand. <laughs> hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, people. Uh, of course, seven forty-five kickoff on Saturday at Industry Group Stadium gates are at six fifteen. Make sure that you do get in early because they are expecting big crowds. Um, of course, we haven't seen you know a crowd uh, potentially like this since uh, since oh, 20, 2012, 2013 when we had eighteen thousand against the Wanderers. Mm. Um, yep. So. Make sure that you get in early so that you don't miss any of the action. Uh, of course, Yellow Army will be having a march from Kibble Park at uh, at 7pm. Uh, so join in, uh, get amongst the colour of the atmosphere and um, yeah, get down to Bay 16 and make some make some noise. Let's get these boys home. Also, the march uh, has special access. So That's correct, you, yes. If you come join the march, you won't have to line up with, with everyone else. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but that's only if you join the march from the start as well. Yeah, what? don't join in at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, it's a long way for old people, you know. Was will there be loose cannons this weekend? I'm told there won't be, oh. which, which oh. Um, you know. Fuck the APL. <laughs> well, what is, oh, they're getting rid of our fucking loose cannons. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm mixed on this because I'm sort of sad that we don't have a loose cannon to remember it by, but at the same time, it's going to be, you can soak it's up gonna the be one of the first times that I've actually been available to do something pre-game. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I might march. I might go to Bay Road, which I haven't been able to do. Oh, I might even come over to Bay Road. <laughs> um, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. But I now have the opportunity to find out. So <laughs> looking forward to it. Bay Road from open. 12 o'clock. <laughs> can't you join the march from Bay Road? Come yeah, on. can't you do that? Come uh, on. Yes, but you won't be getting special access, so oh. you'll have to line up. Line up with the unwashed, uh, unwashed masses. I'll <laughs> just call our fans unwashed. Try and I'll stop just me. Just in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> try and stop me. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, fellas. Lego. Wait. Um, very, yeah, nerves are starting to kick in, really. Quite, quite no. a bit now. But, um, fellas, I'll see you all there on Saturday, huh? Of course. Let's do it. Beers after. Can't wait. Yep. Yep. Yeah, long right. after. Oh yeah, mm. we need to rival Adelaide. There we go. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> are, there the any, R- are there any scooters in the, R- the RSA laws are <laughs> might, might be a little bit a uh, little bit stricter here. I don't know if I'll be able to get away with quite as much. Such a nanny state. They don't have a mechanical bull in Gosford. Like honestly, it's probably best I didn't get on it. <laughs> <laughs> Although that was what Eggie wanted. <laughs> I don't think I would have been able to get on it. I, I couldn't even find the thing, and I know exactly where it is. <laughs> 
There you go. Business idea for a railway hotel. Put mechanical ball in. <laughs> if uh, they do that, Eggy, I will get on it. 100%. 100%. Well, we will be getting on it uh, regardless this Saturday night. Hopefully in celebration of our uh, path through to the grand final. But, um, fellas, until then, um, and listeners, of course, thanks all so much for tuning in. Um, as always, to the ramble. Everyone, it's uh, love you. See ya. Bye. Fucking Bon Jovi song just came into my head. We're halfway there. <laughs> that Ooh. should be the outro. Yeah. <laughs>